so dance is really 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 nothing different from the meditation my life is always about art my parents my books my students they are just four section out of four i'm nothing but i have been one of in a family where there is a no television but i have like 6 to 700 books in library at my home the people around me they were like okay you have the professional degree why just you want to be with the dance how how it will make you survive it is like at the end of the day you have to unfold your bread and clothes i don't have your answers as of now but i can't survive without dance no matter how many professional degree i get as of now i am a lawyer i literally don't care because those degree doesn't make a sense to me when when i see myself as a dancer this is this is what it completes me when i listen to you know sadguru he says if you are a spiritual you you naturally take the challenge so that's how my existence makes sense to me today Namaskaram everybody and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode we have Krishna from India who's a performer, a dancer, a teacher and she's also a student of books. Most of her life she spent reading books even as a child. She recollects and shares in the podcast. She also speaks about how growing up in a in a very conducive environment and family was and how she was touched by aspects that we would call spiritual in an early stage in her life we also speak about her journey of becoming a dancer what dance truly means to her and how she's now touching people by teaching it i hope you enjoyed this one namaskaram krishna thank you so much for joining the podcast namaskaram I'm very glad to have you on here. I've seen you as a, a teacher on on Sabas um story teaching her dance and I saw how much she enjoyed that and she she spoke to me that we should get you on the podcast and that's how that's how we connected. And I I really want to know about um about dance and spirituality, how it is connected. So I would love for you to to introduce yourself and how how growing up for, was for you and how spirituality actually came into your life how the seeking started Um actually this is uh, so nice of you and Saba they like you guys are making me do it <laughs> so uh, thank you so much uh, to both of you for having me here especially to you mm. Okay uh so um you asked me how spirituality um came into my life so actually i don't know the answer of this question uh because uh, uh you know i'll say in one sentence so i know that guru from last 3 years but he happened to me since i was a kid mm. okay uh, so for me it was like uh, my upbringing was in such a way that um, i don't know where i was not a spiritual okay uh, so uh, i was a very very different kind of kid like uh, 
a literally different kind of food. Okay, uh, the everything was exactly opposite in my life. What uh, people of my age used to have in their life. Mm. So if I give you the example, I have been, uh, you know, grown up in a family where uh, there is a no television, but I have like six to seven hundred books in library at my home. Oh. So uh, I have been growing up. Uh, in a family, there were uh, not even a refrigerator till like mm. past two years. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> even, <laughs> yeah, uh, even as a kid, like I was so conscious about so many things, which actually I came to know after I started listening to Sadhguru. Okay, this is the way we should live, and it is. Always, it was always there in my life from the so beginning. So you know, I I I'll give the credit to my parents. Okay, they they literally like. Uh, okay, uh, so uh, we all know that, right? Uh, I'll talk a little bit about the food, how food works for me. So we all know that the person emotion who is cooking the food directly impact on the food, right? Mm. That was uh, taught by my mom when I was literally a kid. So I was like a very strict kid, okay. So which I can't believe in today, okay. I did all this stuff, like uh, you know, um, if my parents are telling me, okay, this is not the food you should eat, this will harm your health, and like that, I'll be on the next moment, okay, I won't eat it. Hmm. So like if anyone offers me, I'll I was a rude, I won't. I, I admit that, okay. So if anyone's offered me, I was like, why are you just offering me garbage? You mm. know, this is not the good for me. I, I don't want to have it. So that's that's the kind of approach uh, I was having as a kid. So I was little bit, you know, on the more strict part. Like uh, I followed some discipline since my childhood. Mm. So basically, um, my luckily I was in the right school. They taught me so much, so much stuff, uh, which is like today I'm feeling uh, blessed that I, I I know that since my early age, right? And the second my parents. So you know, uh, today I feel that the old uh, upbringing they gave to me, it was their conscience You know now. All the results I am getting today, now I am realizing that, okay, they they made me do that. They had the choice, you know, to buy a television, but they gave me book in my hands, right? So they can, they can, you know, feed me anything what they want, but they made me to choose what I should do and what I should not. You know, this... I can't imagine how the strong impact it would have in one's life. So I'll give you some simple example, okay? Um, uh, again, regarding the food, it is like a bit easier to convey. Uh, so if I know that this is not uh, the food which I should consume, okay? And if someone made me have it, like to not to answer so many questions to the people, I, I just have it. Like, but you know, after some point of time, there are cases that I didn't want because I knew that my body won't accept it. And you mm. know, even I eat something like that, I can clearly feel the difference in my body for like 10 to 12 hours. 
is that processed food or is that um, something specific? Uh, process, uh, specific, I could say, like uh, the specification I could say is like the, all the negative food what Sadhguru suggests. Oh, okay. wow. The, 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 my, my parents already taught me this you should have, this you should not have. And you know, mm. I was had much training, you won't believe, even I won't be. I don't so it's sattvic, like your family ate sattvic yeah. food? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like crazy, okay. So if like even in the spices, we have some, uh, you know, uh, negative food. Hmm. So if someone cooks the food with that, even the spices, I can smell it and I won't have it. Mm. Mm. So it is that strong I'm not talking about as of now. I was like this as a kid. Mm. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> that's a crazy. Okay, uh, so even uh, someone offered me the milk. I would only consume cow milk, nothing mm. else. Okay, so I can just look at the milk and I can recognize, okay, this is not the cow. Mm. And if not by looking on the first seat, definitely I can know that, okay, this is the mixture or this is the pure cow milk. I have to say many times when I had some food and I touched it with my hands, my my stomach was giving me a signal. Uh, is this good or is this not going to be good? And if I had it, even though my, my, my body gave me a signal, I would feel, you know, just exhausted, tired, or just um, my, a lot of digestion was happening, which usually doesn't happen. So with like with time, a little bit of it came, but I can only imagine how it is growing up like this. Yeah, uh, so, you know, uh, it was that strong feeling. Okay, I add something which I should not. Mm. Right. So even like uh, so, since childhood, I was literally not attached to the any food. Okay, if someone offers me food cooked outside the home, it was like my not really so choice. Mm. I, I literally preferred not to have that, uh, you know, that particular meal and mm. keep my stomach empty. I have mm. that habit since my childhood. Like, I just keep it. Okay, just, it's okay if I don't eat, but I don't want to eat this. Mm. So, yeah, that kind of, and I was, you know, since a kid, I was just like attached to just a one single thing uh, in terms of food. That is the ice cream. Okay, so if anyone offers me ice cream, any time, any quantity, I can just have it. And my dad suggests me, uh, he read some uh, article and he told me, okay, the ice cream contains this, this stuff and it is not so good for your body. And, you know, on the next sudden moment, I was like, okay, I'm not eating ice cream anymore. So, uh, I really made so many situations tough for my parents, okay. So many times, like, um, so I decided not to have ice cream. Then we went outside uh, in few days and uh, the, my whole family was having ice cream. And I was like, okay, I just don't want to eat. I didn't tell the exact reason because mm. he informed me that particular information. That's why I'm not eating anymore. So they all thinking like, okay, this is her favorite thing and they just refused to eat. How, how it can be possible? But uh, then I think they realized, okay, this could be her decision, okay. So uh, my mom slowly convinced me, like, okay, it's okay you to have at least one thing of your choice, like whenever you want, just stop thinking about all this serious stuff, okay. Mm. 
so like i was the person like who don't want to just go for the family functions because you have to eat so much stuff which is not cooked by like you know the really nice uh, way so literally my mom even today literally my mom prepares me like before a two days okay can you um, come along with us are you going to come along with us even so many time i just put the condition okay i am i'm coming with you but only i'll eat if i want to eat okay don't force me to eat anything mm. <laughs> so because why i i i was not able to bear the consequences because you know if mm. i eat something it it won't let me read anything it won't let me concentrate anywhere it it, mm. it seems like okay something is burning within my stomach like you know mm. it was a clearly disturbing Uh, and which i was not ready to bear this kind of sufferings so um, you know being a kid i was always uh, like i did what i should do okay uh, because of my parents so even like you know sadguru says you don't uh, you should not eat the food after one and a half hour uh, past of the cooking right so it was habit in my home okay we if if there is a left out food after the lunch or dinner we used to feed to the animals like it was not uh, the system of my home to keep it for like another time so uh, this was like part of my training it was the very way of my growing up this is the way i knew how i should eat this is the way i knew how i should uh, you know um, grow which is the right for me right but uh, this thing out of my family was a big 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 trouble for me it's mm. like uh, hard for me to survive along the other kids like me you know i just told you we don't have a television at home mm. so uh, whenever i have the free time my mom used to give me a story books like uh, i was like 6 7 year old kid after that I really stopped reading story book I was reading the philosophy I was reading the you know biography of the uh, leaders to the uh, saints of the india and uh, like so many previous stuff okay so it made me little bit uh, more mature than people of my age used to be there hmm. okay so it was always struggle for me to sustain and uh, you know uh, this being the like the banger was very much part of me since i have grown and the people around me like questioned me every time why are you doing bindi why are you wearing banger it look like you know uh, auntie hmm. so uh, <laughs> i knew that somewhere okay this is what according to our culture we should do and there is a some significance why we are doing so my mom used to tell me every such stuff okay she is like a genius person like <laughs> i can't describe so she used to tell me all that and i was like okay i want to do this but the kids around me were uh, not like so accepting me the way i was so i was always alone always alone like 
even I try to match with them, even I try to talk to them, it's like, okay, you are different than us. You, you can't uh, really match to us. Like, you know, they, they are talking about the cartoons, what they are watching on the TV. But the fact was that I, I, I didn't have the TV at my home. So I was really blank. Okay, what is the word out of my books? Mm. You know, and when I tried to share, okay, this is what I'm reading, they were not interested to listen. Because for them, it's not like uh, entertaining. It was a boring. For them, the cartoon and all that stuff were interesting. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, I would say it was really tough to survive. I, I, I was being questioned for like, uh, you know, every damn thing, every damn thing. So, uh, I'll give you one, I'll tell you another funny thing, okay. So, uh, in India, every mom's uh, tough thing to, uh, you know, make their girl wear a cultural uh, you know, clothes for the occasion. And for my mom, the tough job is to make me wear a western clothes. Like, okay, see, really say, like, okay, please wear such stuff sometime. Mm. And I was like, okay, I don't want to wear. Like, I am good the way I am. So, you know, I was... Um, Clearly, my, my friend used to tell me, okay, you are not from the 21st century, you are somewhere from the 16th or 17th century, <laughs> and you are just wrongly born here. So... <laughs> mm, that's rude. And, yeah, that's rude. and uh, you know, um, when I was a kid, I really didn't care about all that stuff. The main reason is like uh, the school I was uh, learning, was the you know RSS school if you if you uh, know that uh, the Vidya Bharti uh, schools so they are really teaching the kids what the culture is okay so we are taught like Sanskrit slope mm. and uh, you know all the thing culture so at that time I didn't feel hard to survive because I was getting inside, I was I was getting my answers from my teacher or, or you know probably I could uh, ask to anyone at my school, okay, uh, this is what I have read and uh, what what is your take, right? We, we ask for opinion or maybe if I don't understand anything, I can ask them. So I feel like, uh, you know, um, what age I could say uh, 12 to 13 years I was really on a safe hand okay so uh, I grew in a most possible way I started writing when I was a 12 year old kid so uh, yeah then uh, I changed my school because that school was up to the 7th grade only then I have to change my school. I studied my high school with the student I used to study in my first school. But they were like, you know, suddenly changed persons. Like, I, I can't even imagine today. So the previous school, we were totally behaving in a cultural way. We are following the rules and uh, the uh, what we should do, basically. On the when we were shifted to the other school, Almost my old classmates were uh, shifted to that particular school, okay? So, just like that is a one summer vacation and I'm meeting after them and they are like completely changed person. Mm. And I was the same. So, they were like more of uh, fashionable. They were like more of naughty. 
or what we can say right um, so uh, i'll give you one example uh, incidents of my life okay uh, so they started talking about the teachers they are uh, giving them a nicknames and you know uh, started doing all the stuff but it was like totally unethical for me mm. how i can do with the person who is teaching to me so it was like okay why are you just doing it we are not uh, brought up in this way in our first school and and they they started like suddenly over the things which i never understood why they were doing and uh, obviously i can't support them what they are doing so uh, they all were like one gang and i am like uh, you know the one single person who is like uh, you know uh, wanted to be accepted by others wanted to be respected by others so you know uh, sometimes i feel so blessed that i fight my journey alone and sometimes i feel okay it would be nicer if if anyone you know, understood me as a key you know if just anyone of my age accepted me as a what i was and mm. i am so the team i'm sure that, you uh, must have i'm sure you must have influenced them in some way it sounds like you were you didn't want to speak about other people's uh while they were not there like gossiping which is a which is a very common thing right but it's not a good it's not really a a good thing it's not a nice thing so you were acting kind of like what the scripture says without even being aware of it right like don't say anything about somebody else that you would not like somebody else to say about you so you know it sounds like you were living a very a very conscious conscious life it's wonderful you can say that like kind of so you say uh, they they might be i literally don't know they are inspired by me or uh, because what they did was totally disturbing for me completely disturbing you know if if they are not including me in their groups and their activities and their fun that was okay with me mm-hmm. but you know they started saying rubbish for me and i was actually not ready for that we call it bullying right mm-hmm. yeah so what used to happen like you know uh, there was a no there was a no one around me with whom i can vibe mm-hmm. right so uh and somehow my teachers got to know that so they started talking to me and uh, i started being uh, you know uh, comfortable with my teachers being close to them that was like you know uh, the life savior for me okay thank god my teachers really saved me okay I- i'll tell you one incident you will feel like how whatever it was so uh, i was in my 10th grade around uh, grade around like uh, you know 15 years of age so um, one day um, we were i complained about the whole class okay so what used to happen like you know they started singing prayer in a different different rags the way they want to sing okay so they don't care about how it uh, how it should actually be sung and how it should be you know uh, yeah so uh, i won't literally call class okay this is not i want to listen please stop it 
and the fade away should be saved. I, I won't hold them class by raising my voice because I was not able to, you know, tolerate this. It was like so much painful for me. They didn't listen to me because I was just a woman. They thought, okay, what I could do? You know, because they are the whole class. So, uh, it went for like uh, four or five days. And I thought, okay, this is the height. Now I can't, uh, you know, tolerate this anymore. I went to directly our principal's office. And I just said it out. This is what they are doing. And I said, don't believe me. Just watch into the camera what they are doing and then take action. Okay, don't believe me. So he he observed our class during the prayer for like uh, another few days. And our principal was teaching us the science. So uh, he came for the lecture and he just, you know, uh, freaked out of the class. Because he is like, uh, you know, a Devi worshipper and like kindest human I can ever know. He is like the damn wonderful person. So uh, he just, he just, you know, said whole class and that's how they got to know, okay, who can tell him? So uh, all pointed out on me, like uh, only she can do this. No one else, right? So uh, at that time, they started building a whole what we get to the propaganda against me. Okay, to this girl, we are going to teach lessons for what she did. Mm. I did a complaint. So that was my kind of, you know, the mistake. So uh, they were like, okay, so uh, they literally find out the teacher where I was not having that strong bond. So that is my English teacher because I was really uh, hating the English because it's not an Indian language and I, I'm really not interested in it because I would, I would learn Sanskrit rather than the English, right? So I was that cultural person, okay, the serious one. So uh, they figured out, okay, if we want to say anything, the English teacher only will going to listen against her. Others are with the, their side. So they approached, uh, an English teacher was our class teacher. So uh, they approached him and like with the whole uh, argument and the complaints, whole class was on one side and I am defending myself alone. So it was obviously, I, I didn't want the, you know, that um, that situation. So it was the decision of my class, sir, that I will be going to sit on the last bench for whole damn year and I'm not getting the option to rotate. So my bench is fixed. Last in the class, they can rotate every week. I said, okay. This is if this is the situation for this, I can't you know uh, uh, sell with the, what they are doing with the prayer. Okay, I can sit to the last one. There is a no problem. So I accepted that, and the other teachers were uh, like you know it was a silent battle. I, I was clearly feeling that. So other teachers were supporting me and the whole class. So it it. It always happened, you know, I was kind of a uh, quite good student who gets a good mark in my exams. So they can't really scold me for that because they don't have any option because, yeah. So um, towards the last of the year, uh, my class teacher asked uh, the homework diary 
to check of the whole class. Okay, so he checked, he, he took it uh, and uh, he was turning my diary and checking the pages. So I, I used to write the Sanskrit quote on, you know, top of the every page. That was kind of, because I, I was reading lots of stuff, the cultural stuff, the Vedas. At that time, I was crazy to read Vedas, okay. So I was reading all that stuff and whatever I find it interesting, I just write it down on my top part of the diary, okay. So he showed all these writings and he was really impressed and he felt, okay, what, what just I did to this girl, right. So uh, there was a, like uh, lunch time, break time for the school, but he stopped the whole then class, just wait for a five minutes, I want to say that. And you know, he is having my uh, diary in his hand and he called me on the stage. And I was literally like, okay, even I'm getting goosebumps as of now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he said to the class, okay, uh, so you all should learn something from this girl. And I was like, what is happening? This is the guy who gave me this tough punishment, who made my whole year tough to survive. And he's like, okay, why are you saying good thing for me? You know, I was like that and I just walked away to the stage and I was really clueless, okay, what what he could, uh, what could trigger him. Then he started turning the page and, and then we showed, okay, just, just watch the upper line of the pages. See, he has written something and I was like, okay, wait, what next he is going to say? So he said, uh, look at this girl, she's learning something which you should, you know, do. And uh, I don't remember the exact word, but for like another two to three minutes, they appreciate, he appreciated me. And I was really like a statue. Okay. So even if someone throws the cool water on me at that time, I wouldn't move at all. That, that kind of, I was in a shock. And uh, he gave it to my hand and uh, he woke up from the class and he said, okay, now you can go for the break. And I was still standing there and just, you know, tears like started rolling down from my eyes. Because, you know, that was the first time I won the game. And uh, it was like, girl, you did it, you know, like he, he said good things about me in front of whole class, who, which was completely against me and it, it's, they made really tough for me, they, they sing a song dedicated to me, they have given me the nicknames, uh, what not. So today when I look back, I feel proud the kid I was, okay. So if, what if at that time I gave up and I become like that, it's not me what I'm today. It can't be me, right? So I don't know from where there was something inside me, okay. I can't bargain for my culture. I, I can't trade it for the nonsense they want to do. This, this was like the most disturbing thing to handle. So all the time I was alone 
and they are doing their stuff. So I don't, I really don't have any friends till now because they literally don't understand me. So if they, uh, if if any teacher on the leave and we have that free class, always I used to have the books in my bag. I just bring my book out and just start reading. I I, I won't talk to anyone. That kind of serious reader I am. So yeah, I I was. And you know, whenever I get the chance, I used to tell them, okay, don't eat this, you know, don't bring this in your lunch box, don't use the plastic lunch box. Kind of, you know, for me it was out of care. Okay, you should not do this. But they were like, okay, why is he is like giving advice all the time? And uh, they were not able to understand the importance, so they don't didn't wanted to accept that. So. <laughs> in every way, I was kind of anti-type of kid in a school, so like totally left out from everything. So I, I literally fighted for every single thing I wanted to be. Just like you know, it was tough. But you know, when I used to come back from the school and I used to tell my mom, okay, this is what happened today in school. And I used to ask one question to her: Why they are not supporting me? Why they are behaving the way they are? You know, I am right. No one should, uh, you know, disrespect the prayer. What what I did, what I said wrong. This is the right. And my mom, you know, in the written motivation or whatever, she always said a one sentence: Have you even heard in a Even in a story that lion roams in a group, no lions are always alone. If you are alone, fight alone. You need not to have you know just like other animal group of people all the time or all the time along with you. You are a lion, fight for it. So she knew that some some way it was tough for me to be alone and fight. With all of them, because what you can expect from like 14 to 15 year old kid to fight for like culture and all the serious stuff, but she always, you know, just be up. She never said, okay, give up. She they never said. She she just gave me all the strength, and you know, the I would say the books. <laughs> Then, if not the books were part of my life. I I really don't know how I could survive all this stuff. Okay, so you know, since like uh, I was a kid, I used to read uh, serious philosophy. Okay, <laughs> so um, kind of think that that whatever book you give me, whatever book anyone can give me, I'll just read it. So it could be like a really serious philosophy. It could be like a, you know motivation book. It could be like a, any any deep topic. Okay, and if someone asks me, I would easily explain. Okay, this is what written in this book, and this is the author wants to say. And my mom was like, okay, who is explaining you all the thing? And saying, no, I am reading in front of you. I just understood by myself. So even she was a shock, kind of okay. How this little kid can do this? You know, the the other people around uh, me 
the way they were behaving with me i had the strong 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 feeling that i don't belong to the society you know that kind of i didn't know that word the brahmachari at the particular as a word but i always feel like okay i just i just want to move away from all these you know systems and society because even i attending the family function they they were okay why krishna is not having dinner why he is not eating this why she is like this so i was like you know for this questions i i just want to be me and you know and i had that strong feeling okay i literally turned so if i wanted to read something i can get book from anywhere i can literally arrange from you know i can ask anyone okay do you have this book just give it to me so i had that kind of contact with my teacher okay uh, sir do you do you know book regarding these so can you arrange for me and my mom was like okay what all she she is managing so she was i, I used to see that appear fear on her face okay but what if she she get this you know feeling so 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 strong from the this age so uh, i didn't realize okay at that time she convinced me very slowly and very nice away so i was getting attached to the you know my routine the study and all that once again otherwise i, I clearly know that i i was literally you know uh, deny i was i was denying this whole system i i just wanted to run away and and you know my mom is asking okay what you will do i was like okay i'll go to the himalaya i'll go to the jungle i i, I would go to the forest it was the ready answer <laughs> so and my mom was like okay who the hell is teaching you all the things i am like okay i just did so this kind of serious person i am so you can imagine if if some anyone if anyone says me okay do this uh, which is not correct ethically as per uh, bharatiya culture i won't do it no much uh, no matter uh, you know um, any person give me any kind of bribe like i i just won't do it i i was the kind of person who don't sell my culture for any harm and i was literally like okay i could die for it i i, I literally don't care of my you know self even so that was clearly i was aggressive on that part okay if if anyone said any wrong thing about the bharat you don't have an idea what <laughs> i can do with that person literally i used to freak out how can you say this sentence i was that aggressive person i don't want to just learn english because it's not our english our language let it me you know fail in that subject it's okay with me <laughs> yeah and i wanted to tell you one thing when i'm emotional i, I do lots of pronunciation mistakes okay <laughs> so bear with that uh yeah so i was that kind of person you know and uh, there were my tuition teachers so uh, literally my teachers served me
they they understood me very well what i am so my decent teacher used to pull my leg okay once you are growing up uh, we are going to find a boy uh, from the out of india and we are you know uh, going to get married you <laughs> with him and i was like okay if he is the last person i agree not to marry but if i am living i should be in a bath you know that it was a strong aggression in me i, I can feel that okay um yeah so this is the how i grew up and uh, like <laughs> like you know if my mom is cooking i won't even allowed to play a bollywood movie a so, movie songs in the background if you are a cooking it should be the energy stands stands matching uh, to the food if you want to listen music at the, at that time it must be devotional otherwise don't listen mm. you know at yes, that yes, kind yes. of strict i i was like okay i am going to eat this food so it does matter to me you can't mm. play such song in a background so Uh, you know it was not my parents actually uh, tough part to make the kid in a control it was the kid who is putting restriction on the parents okay you can't do this <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing you know when you spoke about not being dependent upon other people's opinion not like if somebody else is telling you wow in in my culture where i grew up it's until until i started to go into yoga and meditation before that it was just about how can i look like everybody else you know how can my appearance be like what other people want me to look like it was never about me it was never never about who am i it was always about how can i be the way that other people want me to be so listening to you i can i can understand why you were you know bullied or looked at in a certain way because if i remember myself i looked at people who are different also like that you know so it's such a wonderful way of of living it's it's very inspirational also and yes the significance of sound during during anything whatever you do it's it's really powerful that you had that with you at that age so how how did that develop later in life um so once once you came across uh i mean you were already reading rick veda so you know you were i mean spirituality with, was with you um but uh yeah how 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 did how did uh, yoga meditation and that come into your life because i feel like reading can also be meditative right like you can like you can kind of lose the words and lose yourself in the book i'll tell you what kind of reader i was okay so i'm talking about the girl who were like uh, roughly uh, 10 to 12 years old so and uh, if i had a book and it 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 felt interesting okay so i won't leave it without completing it mm. so you know whenever i have 5 minutes you will find me with that book mm. if if like there is a you know a changing the lecture so one teacher is going from the class and another one is coming if i have i have 2 minutes I, the people used to find me reading mm. you know 
through every possible damn means i find out i was with my book and you know so uh, my mom i told you right she was little bit worried okay she is getting every insight from the book so really she need to distract me uh, from the books so um she she tried to uh, avoid me such a deep book okay i can read the story book and i was like okay why are you giving me like what uh, four <laughs> five year kid used to read because that time was already passed okay i am not the story story kid <laughs> you know I, i am little bit away from ahead from the story okay like you know i need more that that seeking past part was there okay i'm done with the stories now i should know something little bit up so um mainly i used to read at night so if everyone is done with their uh, i am um, grown in the joint family okay so my first cousins used to live with me so it's like a, a 10 12 people's family like my older cousin used to uh, because we were in the city and my uncles and uh, they were living on the town so for their schooling and all that they were living with, uh, with us so uh, everyone is done with the like dinner 9:30 10 10:30 sometimes you know then then uh, they everyone is to like okay let's sleep and uh, i am ready with my book and i i need the classical music either sufi either pure classical in the background all the time even today even i'm reading theory subject i need a music i can't you know survive without that so and uh, it was not the case that i will plug in the headphones and listen my music and read my book no i would play it on a home theater and uh, i won't certain level of volume so they literally bad me what what i am so it was like at the home i can't me what i am so never never anyone stopped me when my parents want to sleep my grandmom was there even she wants to sleep still didn't uh, anyone uh, really told me okay just stop the music and they are it is disturbing no they never so my mom used to like that okay please sleep you have to get up in the morning for the school but my bed was in the you know my side okay if you want to read you read but make sure you woke up early enough early to be at the school so he knew that somewhere this girl is you know uh, the kids right now do like you know if the parents say them to sleep and snatch their phone if the parents uh, sleep they they'll get it back and start playing games i was that kind of kid with the book if my mom make me sleep see if she is gone in her room she slept i'll get with the book you know so it is that kind of addiction i am not regretting calling it addiction because i was not able to survive without book it's kind of food for me and you know you will be amazed like my parents were like okay how this girl can sit for like a 3 4 hour at a stretch without uh, you know getting up for a water or anything See, uh, they used to find me just reading 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 and you know uh, i this is like the bestest thing ever happened to my life so when i was a 12 to 15 year old kid during this 3 year i read swami vivekananda 
old book. Old means there won't be any single book you name about Swami Vivekananda and haven't read it. So he is my hero and you know, he never let me be that loser kind of person, okay? If I have to find for a fight for my culture, I have to. It, it's not like I can be the loser and I just give up. No, he, he didn't, you know, allow me to give up. It was that strong impression on my head, okay? That kid want to survive, that kid want to have the friends, that kid want to live as a kid. Not, not like a mature person. I, I was striving continuously for that. Okay, can I be normal? Can I be normal? But there was a something within me which is not allowing me to, you know, join their nonsense. If they are not respecting my teachers, I can't be friend with them. If they don't have a sense to respect the prayer culture, I, I can't be with them. So, you know, the all the things like the way my parents gave me the actual background, the the choice they made for me, like you know, I'll tell one thing. So if someone is coming at my home, so they if they ask, okay, don't you have a TV at your home? Because generally TV is the living room uh, ingredient. Right. So if they don't find okay, so my bed used to answer, okay, I don't have money to buy a TV. And the fact was that I belong to enough settled family. Like, you know, uh, so many times the guests used to feel like, uh, you know, disrespect by answering. It was something from my dad that is in my blood. So the way he used to answer, okay, I don't have money to buy TV. The same way I used to replay someone, you know, disrespecting my culture. So, uh, then my mom tells me him one day, okay, can we just answer a little bit nicely that we don't want to buy TV, that's why we don't have a TV, rather saying I don't have money and wanted to buy a TV. So, it was somewhere from my parents that they are what they are, that's why what I am. Because I clearly remember every bedtime, my mom used to tell me the story of the little, little Swami Vivekananda, little Ganesha, and you know, every damn god I knew the stories. So, uh, yeah, this is the way uh, they, they treat me. And you know, when, when sometimes nowadays they, they tell me, okay, just leave it, no. And then, and I am the person like, okay, you brought me up this way. At least you have to bear me like this. You then don't have a choice. <laughs> so yeah, this this <laughs> these are the like stories. It was a good. I feel I feel proud. Okay, the way I uh, I was I was, but it was a horrible same time. It was not easy to survive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how how did uh, yoga and meditation come to your life then? Oh, I completely um, forgot. Yeah, it's fine. So, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first school I I mentioned, they used to have the separate class for the yoga. 
okay mm. and at that time i was enough flexible to do yoga so whatever the uh, and it was like uh, not the uh, any way they want to convey they were conveying no it was in a proper way right uh, even my teachers used to get the training and then they are allowed to teach us so um, yeah and um, when i moved to the other school at that point of time this this part little bit uh, left out but i was meditative you know as sadguru says that at what age be, at what age uh, did that come i don't know i was like that that as as far as i remember so you know there was a sense of calmness within myself because uh, if you not at that you know i i i was not having any friends i was not mm. involved in an, any kind of nonsense so all the time because you know sometimes i feel they did really good thing for me they left out uh, so i had the opportunity to be with me mm. because they were not accepting me with their part of circle so i was always alone with me so i had always the opportunity to understand myself to understand how i am feeling to understand uh, what exactly happening so i used to question because you know uh, they made me feel all the way that i am different than them so i used to question myself okay what is the different and the thing was that according to book i was being introduced it was the way i should live and i feel they are the different so a uh, kind of the meditativeness that calmness it was there due to the book and i was you know at so many level i remember that i was kind of balanced mm-hmm. otherwise i can't imagine to fight alone with the uh, all the stuff because it was not just about the school if you go to the family and if you go to the functions and all these people ask so many questions mm-hmm. it's it right from my bindi why i do it every day like the day i am born till the like 4 to 5 years my mom regularly did it and since i remember i am regularly doing it for myself it's not a single day even if i forgot to do within a 10 to 15 minutes my brain you know reminds me okay this is something uh, not correct and if i look at the mirror okay i, I just forgot bindi so it is that kind of you know part of me if if i am forgetting for a, like a half an hour it, it gives me the signal it is what, not there what do you use mostly uh, uh earlier i was uh, yeah kumkum yeah. earlier i was using the other kumkum but since i am going to the isha after that i i i you know get it from the devi temple so yeah the kumkum how 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 do you make it so uh like <laughs> it, it, and now it's a habit like uh, the person who is doing every day <laughs> for mm. like more than like 20 years you know if if uh, uh, if there is a no mirror i can still use my right finger and it will be there and that round only it won't <laughs> here or there even an inch <laughs> oh wow wow well so when you say you, you're using the the kumkum from isha foundation when when did isha foundation and sadguru come into your life how how did that happen 
Okay. Uh, so, uh, I don't remember the exact time, but all I remember is past three Mahashivratri I'm attending. So, before that, Sadhguru happened to me. Okay, any time before that, it could be three mm-hmm. and a half or maybe the four year. I don't exactly remember. So, uh, you know, uh, as I was into the spirituality, as I was into the motivation kind of stuff, I used to hear lots of people. Okay. So, what used to uh, happen to me, if I'm listening to anyone, I would probably see a few videos and then I come to know, okay, this is the way these guys or these, you know, women's mind working or this is the stuff in the conclusion he wants to convey. Mm. You know, because I, I read a lot, enough. So, I used to able to make that conclusion and I used to feel boring. Okay, I'm done with this person, whatever he wants to stay, I know. Or I, I got that person, okay, this is what he wants to or she wants to convey. So, you know, in probably like 10 to 15 videos, I was feeling like, okay, uh, enough of this person. <laughs> I need to listen someone more. So, like that, I used to find out videos on the YouTube and someday uh, Sadhguru popped up. So, uh, when I started, I'll, I'll say it very, uh, you know, frankly, he was kind of the other speaker whom I'm going to listen, right? Because I didn't knew him personally, so it was like the other for me. So, I started uh, listening him and, you know, he was saying something which I was relating like this with my life. So, you know, I clearly remember laughing me so hardly. Sadhguru says every time, okay, if you feel not uh, being with you, if you feel uh, not so good, you are in a bad company, right? Not the exact word, but he says like, then I, I laughed it like horribly with the satisfaction, okay, I'm in a good company, I'm not uh, bored with myself, I'm not afraid in running away with, from myself. And I was laughing with the so much satisfaction, okay, I lied safely. <laughs> mm. So, <laughs> so that uh, uh, this is kind of one thing, okay. So, for the so many stuff, I was like, okay, what he is saying that that is what I am used to, I am doing since like a whole 10 years. So, I find it inter- interesting and I thought, okay, I, listen, I need to listen more. <laughs> then I started, uh, you know, um, listening his videos. And at some point of time, it was a situation like I'm laughing uh, by watching his video, I'm crying by watching his video, and again, my mom was in a confusion, okay, what is actually happening with this girl and guy in the videos, right? So, uh, she started asking me the questions, okay, uh, who is the Sadhguru, and at that time, I just knew Sadhguru, okay, nothing about Isha Foundation, mm. not about there is an ashram or something like that, I just used to uh, know him and listen to him. So, uh, because my mom don't understand the English, so I used to translate, okay, this is what this person is saying, and my mom uh, sees she is like the, you know, in charge of my life. If I am doing something which I should know, should, uh, don't, uh, I should do not uh, 
she would convince me in a way that even I don't realize. Like she, she, she stops me doing that in her own way. So it's clearly indication if she is not stopping me for doing something, that means I'm on the right track. So she had the watch all the time because she knew that I'm, I'm something different somewhere, right? So she took the extra care. So uh, I started targeting video uh, to her. And she was like, okay, do watch if, if, you, if you really like it. And there was a time where I just used to listen to him all the damn day. If I'm not listening to him, my mind feels like, okay, what I'm doing? I just, I need to listen another video. If, if this, this is done, I'm like, okay, I need to listen another video. <laughs> and my mom was like, okay, it's okay if you listen to him, but it is just getting better a bit over. You are doing whole day just this one single job. This is not, you know, right. You have to do something else as well. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how I got that attachment. And uh, really after, um, yeah, uh, in 2020, uh, just like uh, around the lockdown started happening, I met uh, with the lots of Isa people on the social media, mainly in the Instagram, and I, I came to know about the ashram and the Dhyanlinga temple. I saw that on the pictures or, uh, you know, heard him saying about the Dhyanlinga, but I never knew that, okay, where it is and, you know, uh, the location and uh, all this stuff. So then it was, you know, getting so much emotional or attached and, uh, yeah, I was like, okay, now everything makes some more and more sense to me. And I was that kind of person, right, who is ultimately kind of a seeker, who, who is like always wanted to know the truth. So then I then I felt, okay, this is the ultimate uh, destination because all the time I kept, kept finding out, okay, who is the person who can answer my question, who is the person who can answer my question and I found him and I feel like, okay, uh, from this person I can get my answers. That, that confidence I got it. Mm. So, uh, as I'm the reader person, I ordered the book of him. <laughs> and just like, uh, you know, I just affected on his book. Literally, I would use that word. Okay. One by one, one by one, every 15, 10 days, the new book is coming uh, to my home with the Amazon. And my mom was like, okay, at least read first, then order the another one. No. I said, <laughs> <laughs> so um, and you know with the habit you got that speed and uh, so if, if like uh, the letters are uh, not so small and um, if it is uh, in a certain way I can read one page within a one minute mm -hmm. so uh, it's kind of because that's what I did so at least I can expect that mastery from doing that one thing from myself Mm -hmm. Right, so uh, I can really read the uh, so fast, and I was able to understand. It's not like just reading out. Okay, so uh, uh, the uh, mystic music, I got that book, I started reading, and all the magic started happening. So you know, 
I wanted until I did, but I was not able to form the question. I wanted to know something about that particular thing, but I was not able to form the question. Mm. And I was like, damn, even the 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 question I'm not able to form, he's answering. How he could know this is all what I want to know. And, uh, you know, it was like uh, magic. There was a no thing in my mind till I completed the book. It, it was like, just, just read this, just read this. You don't, girl, you don't have any other thing to do in your life. Just read this book. I was that kind of crazy. I, I read it. Then uh, comes to the death book. I started reading it. And it went so, so, so serious for me. Like, you know, I, I went completely... Uh, speechless, I, I won't uh, talk much to my, even my mom, not my family, not my sister or brother. I just read the book and just be quiet and you know, it was, it was so overwhelming. And it literally took me to the, some another world. It was not me anymore. It was like another person was getting, uh, growing me. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I was completely in a different zone, in different mood, and my mom said, okay, really, please stop reading this book, because the change was clearly visible to my family. So, um, I said, no, it, it won't going to happen. Okay, let it be, just let me read the book, and uh, it, it literally changed me. So, yeah, um... I am attending programs as much as I can. I am doing my Shambhavi and, uh, you know, all the practices, uh, whatever I have learned online. And uh, because this lockdown, you can't go anywhere, no? So I, I, I try to grab the what I can hmm. learn online because I can't wait, you know. Uh, so it was my like wish to go to the ashram and attend Shambhavi for uh, like uh, you know in person but at the same time i was not ready to wait for like you know to open up everything and to go there to travel there okay it was like first online initiation and i was like uh, girl you have to do it you you can't wait for even another one more month at least i'll be doing Shambhavi for 30 days if there is option, I'll go there and explore more stuff. But, you know, that, that burning desire, okay, I can't let the opportunity go. I, how was the experience? It was of the... oh, wonderful. <laughs> it, it's from like 10th January. I have missed just one day in the morning. I did it in evening. Just like a one day I missed one time and I'm regretting like... Uh, I can't put in a word. It was like I was taking the class uh, from 7 to 11. And when I came out of my, uh, you know, the class space, my mom gave me uh, some work. So I went out and when I uh, came back, uh, the lunch was ready. Okay. So I ate. And then I realized, okay, I haven't done my shampoo. Mm. And I was like, uh, I was. That was outside of the mandala? Uh, outside of mandala. So, it's okay. <laughs> Lucky. 
even now everyone in my family knows okay if we haven't done this shambhavi we won't gonna eat <laughs> wow so sometimes it gets uh, really late because if i'm taking class so it it sometimes like uh, 9 9:30 even 10 because my students are from the out of india so it's like um, matching the another time zones so even if the 10 i'll do my shambhavi then go for the dinner so mm. this is kind of uh, you know the sure thing okay i'm doing it mm. no matter what So yeah it's been a really really wonderful journey with the Shadguru Anisha. Wow that's amazing that's wonderful. So much devotion that you have for the process and the practice. I hope I can continue this way. Mm. You talked about balance and you talked about um discipline as well as you were just speaking about being disciplined with the practice. um how how and where the dance come in because dance is also something where one needs to be or one mostly is or becomes uh, disciplined and also many times at least i i saw a lot of uh, sufi quotes because they use dance as a meditation like a a moving meditation and i feel for my in my own experience i feel that um it's like through dance we we become more aware of the present moment and we also surrender to what's happening around us and we focus on what we're doing in that specific moment which is dance um and it is kind of a bridge between motion and stillness because we we move and then we're still so Uh, how did that come into your life and and what is your your experience of of dance okay so i really haven't uh, shared that part of my life me mm. being the artist so i would like to uh, change my one earlier sentence if i say if there was no book i would have mm. survived this better i would have one more thing if there was a no art and book i wouldn't be what i am today Uh so my parents always kept me engaging with so many activities right from I was a 5 years of age okay I clearly remember so uh there was one institution in my city um that I used to go since right uh, I was of 5 so I was into the skating uh really the you know the what we can say the enthusiastic one I used to do like crazy stunt with the skating. Mm. Uh I used to go to the drawing class. Uh basically you know, uh if if I find something interesting my parents won't say that okay you don't do this. You just go for it, you do this. And it was not even a single Sunday after I turned 5 that I slept like uh, you know 9 to 10 or 10 o'clock on the morning even on the sunday my parents always like planned so much stuff for me so yeah i was going to that uh, particular classes where i learned the skating where i learned the painting still i do uh, whenever time allows uh, and i would tell you how dance came into the picture okay 
so um uh the early time we used to have the black and white tea okay uh, i think uh, that uh, we brought from the office or something like that it was not the new one or kind of the great one but we had that uh, for like a roughly one year or two years maximum that okay so i used to uh, watch if you know the dd national channels um, they used to telecast the artists classical artists from every sunday so uh, this is i'm talking about when i was of uh, Six to seven years, hardly. Okay, I used to watch classical dance. I didn't knew that what kind of art form it was. All I remember is that the costume that dancer used to wear this kind of costume, and there was a you know at the part of a step setup there was a statue of the Nataraja. All that I I remember. and uh, bharatnatyam is in uh, you know uh, sanskrit or tamil uh, songs so my grandmom was like okay you are not even understanding what they are singing so why are you just watching it you know it, it was strange like the kid watching this serious dance uh, art form so and i used to tell okay i want to learn this the 6 or 7 year old girl wanted to learn bharatnatyam who actually didn't know that this is bharatnatyam so i truly believe maybe in the past life i might be the dancer or i might be the seeker of dance who didn't get at that time so you know that that came this life as a gift so yeah uh then i was continuously searching because i belong to the city where there is a lots of money but uh, in terms of art it is zero so in india my city is like uh, highest per head income but if you if you try to find out the artist you really have to struggle not which, just dance which city is it uh, i am from morbi in gujarat hmm. so it is uh, well known for the tiles okay uh so here it is tough to find the artist but my parents never put at the pressure okay you must uh, have good marks in the exam they, they were okay if i if if i involve myself into art actually they gave me the opportunity my dad uh, my my dad really liked the classical art so he introduced me the sufi he introduced me to the classical dance because you know he don't know that what to listen what to know and my dad gave me the cds okay you can listen that and that how i got the habit to listen that particular stuff it was the sufi of the kabir and the classical singer uh, music which is the hindustani classical music so uh, that girl wanted to learn the dance okay this is the scene and i want to learn but my parents were not able to find a teacher in my city not even the nearby city so it passed like uh, till i became of the 15 year old then it was still stuck inside me somewhere i want to learn the dance i, I want to learn dance 
you know the kid i was uh, which is obviously can't be attracted to the western dance there was a no scope <laughs> so obviously my choice was the classical dance my parents literally tried tried hard to find the teacher for me but uh, yeah we, we we couldn't find it and uh, when i came to the 11th grade which i was roughly 15 to 16 year old at that time uh, we get to know that okay some person from the uh, the nearby city he is coming to my city to teach the bharatanatyam and at that time i become unstoppable i was like okay mom you are going to take me to meet that person no matter what <laughs> how right so it was a situation uh, where i was about to start doing my chartered accountancy ca it is like toughest uh, degree in india it is a very tough to crack the exam so my parents were like okay we want you to learn but uh, your journey is going to be tough anyway so you won't be able to uh, manage everything and no i was not ready to listen that uh, statement because that's what i was dying since i was a kid i i wanted to learn that and you know no one can say me that i won't be able to manage everything because the multitasking was the thing i did right from i was a 5 year old so um, then my mom tried to explain me uh, that my younger sister um, can actually go to the class and you know we'll see after some time once you are done with the study and then you can learn i say finally siva listened me and uh, he introduced one person as a teacher and now you are seeing me to wait for another 5 to 6 years how how can you say that and you know i remember clearly myself uh, crying and doing all the nonsense i skipped some, i skipped some meals because it was decided my younger sister will go to the class and i won't because my study was going to be tough anyways in a one year and i was going to study uh, two degree at the same time so uh, my parents thought it is not the right time to go and i was literally a rebel okay so if she is going i am going if i am not going she can't go this was the kind of statement you you can't do it with me it was my hobby and you are finding teacher and you are giving that advantages to my younger teacher okay he can learn he can come with me but you can't say no to me so uh, my mom said okay just go for it and if 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 you find tough to manage you can skip dance for some time and you can rejoin it right so uh, she allowed me for one year because i was uh, going to be in a town for another one year so she said okay just go we'll figure it out how it works so um, it was went year and then i had to move to the another city for my study so it was the case Uh, in a ca study we used to have like 7 uh, to 8 to 9 hour class in that 9 hour we used to get 20 minute breaks okay so it was that tough thing that you have to just be stick 
at the one place for eight to nine hours. And uh, dance, especially Bharatanatyam, it is a so, so, so vibrant. But uh, yeah, my mom asked me the question, okay, do you want to take a break or do you want to continue? I was like, I don't have any plan to have a break. But um, she was like, are you sure? Do you really want to, you know, uh, divert yourself into the two things? You should focus the study. You know, dance will be there whole life. And the, this is the time, this is the age you have to study. I said, okay, I understand. But uh, let me just give the attempt. If I won't be able to manage, I'll quit. Okay, so that was the deal. So uh, I remember the like 8 p.m. my uh, CA classes used to get over and 8.15, right, I used to be at my dance class. Mm -hmm. So it was tough. Again, I, I you know, I took that uh, <laughs> challenge on myself. Sometimes I, I think, why I didn't make any easy choice for myself? Like, I should be kind to myself. It was like tough, 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 tough. One level up, 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 up. So all the time I challenged myself. But when I listened to, you know, Sadhguru, he says, if you are a spiritual, you, you naturally take the challenge. So that's how my existence makes sense to me today. Mm. Okay, get back to the dance. So I used to reach my dance class suddenly after my coaching class. Okay, the, the people... Um, used to talk, they used to discuss their doubt. I was like, okay, leave it just doubt. I want to be a dance class. And after sitting for uh, six to seven hours without even moving, I used to get involved my body into the extreme level of movement. So uh, that was the physical challenge my body had. Because, you know, Bharatanatyam is a kind of art if you look, it looks so easy. It looks so simple, but it is that much tough when you try to do that. It's not easy. You have to be focused with your mind. You have to be literally so balanced with your body. That's how this dance happens. So I continued it. And luckily, again, I met with the teachers who really, really, really supported me. Like they understood what dance means to me and they respected me being a dancer and as a CA student. So if I asked them, okay, this is I didn't understood. So they were nice to me. They can explain to me and uh, yeah. So another few years, I took it along with that. And uh, I had that, uh, I should not say, but I had that little bit horrible experience with my first dance teacher. Then after uh, six years, I decided to quit uh, that particular dance class and I was completely lost. I was completely lost because dance was the thing I wanted to do. I didn't care if I'm getting a degree or not. I, I couldn't handle myself if I'm not dancer. So... I was like, okay, Shiva, you have to do whatever you want to do. I want to learn dance. Now it's up to you. You are gifting me another teacher or not. In a sudden few days, 
uh, my second teacher, uh, I call him my guru. He he sent me request from Instagram by his own. Okay. Then I checked his profile and I was uh, literally kind of. It is a dance instrument. Uh, we call natuangam. That is uh, the base instrument to give the rhythm to the dance. So I always wanted to learn that, but my first teacher never taught me. So uh, I asked him, okay, can you teach me? And I didn't know he's actually conducting the class. I didn't know that, okay. I just asked him, okay, can you teach me that? And he sent me in the return his class poster. And I was like, okay, I should have gone a little bit down and find out the poster by myself. And I could ask for the fee, like what kind of dumb I was like, I asked. I asked him, okay, can you teach me? <laughs> Without knowing that he, that person is actually teacher. <laughs> so uh, that's how you know Shiva gifted, like really nice teachers whom I deserve. Okay, so that music journey, uh, dance music, that happened uh, to me. And uh, that previous six months where I was not uh, in guidance of any teacher was like their mental trauma for me because I was not able to survive without dance and there was like no one to guide me to go further on this path. Then uh, I met with my other teacher. So that, that story is also interesting. I wanted to learn from him. Okay, I was his fangirl as a dancer. So I, I dropped the message to him. Can you teach me dance? So he agreed, okay, I can teach. Then he gave me his Skype ID and I dropped the message there as he told, okay, we can connect and discuss how we can approach. And he really took like uh, 10 to 12 months to revert my message. And you know, at that time I was desperate. Okay, I want to learn dance from this person. I want to learn dance from this person. It was not going out of my head. And... Uh, Suddenly, uh, before the last birthday, suddenly, like, before the one or two day of my birthday, he texted me, okay, sorry, I just, uh, you know, didn't uh, notice your message, and it was by mistake, it was neglected. And I was like, thank God, even after year, he's, he's accepting me as a student. So we had a talk on the phone, he agreed, okay, he, he can uh, teach to me. And uh, the past one year gave me the experience of a whole seven years of dancing. He just, you know, I was a scattered. I, I knew the stuff, but he nicely structured me in a such a beautiful way. Like, I, I truly believe he's a blessing of my life. So, yeah. Um, you talked about, you know, this is my dance journey. And uh, last uh, August, I took the online classes as my professor, uh, as, as my profession. I, I, I started teaching dance to the, um, like, whoever wants to learn. So I, we will go for that part later. But you talked about the stillness and dance. Okay. So dance is really, really, really nothing different from the meditation. So, it is the extreme level of uh, still uh, movement. But if I'm done with my dance, I'm done with my practice, and I just sit like this, 
close like the position uh, position and uh, if i would close my eyes i could clearly see for like you know if 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 someone doesn't disturb me it's like half an hour i can more than that i can simply sit and it's not like that the thoughts are bombing in my head it is like completely peace so all those realization made me so involved with the dance that this is what i want in my life no matter how many professional degree i get as of now i am a lawyer and almost a half ca but you know i literally don't care because those degree doesn't make a sense to me when when i see myself as a dancer this is this is what it completes me and you know uh, there was again challenging the people around me they were like okay you have the professional degrees and uh, i just you want to be with the dance how how it will make you survive it is like at the end of the day you have to unfold your bread and clothes and i was like i don't have your answers as of now but i can't survive without dance that that's all i knew and luckily my teacher uh, gave me that confidence okay you can teach you can start your new journey from dancer to teacher we'll see if uh, you know you need my guidance or if you are lacking somewhere we'll see how to proceed further but at least just go for it so he gave me that confidence and uh, i i took that step okay this is the time i really should start before that um, i'm a teacher like my soul is a you know in teacher kind of i used to teach in a college when i was a 21 of age and my children used to be 20 of age so uh, i knew somewhere that teaching is my kind of because you know that was the one position which was allowing me to freedom to be me because any other place i had to be according to them and what i wanted to convey to the people to the youth okay observe our culture this is important this changed my life and just only one profession have that authority to make impression on the people that is a teacher otherwise people don't listen to anything why why they even should listen right so somewhere i knew that okay if i wanted to you know say that what i deeply feel i should be in a position when people can listen to me and uh, luckily um, i was good at the teacher a uh, teaching my student loved me as a teacher the way beyond i can ever 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 imagine so you know my life is always about art my parents my books and now past from 3 years my students they are just four section out of four i'm nothing so they accept me accepted me in such a way that <laughs> i started exist, existing as a teacher then i knew that okay I, if i know something i can convey it 
to anyone as a teacher. I can make them understand what I know. So I thought, I thought okay, we can um, try that. My mom gave me that green signal. Okay, start teaching the dance. And um, my parents didn't uh, really had that uh, trust, especially in terms of uh, being a dance teacher. They were like, okay, there, there is a no one in our city going to learn this Bharatnatyam. And uh, out of the city, how you will be able to find out the students? Then the, I had Disha again. They just uh, circulated my uh, poster in a such a way that like <laughs> it, it just opened a new opportunity, new world to me. And I was uh, getting students. The, my first student is again a Sabha. She joined me uh, very first. Then other student came, so she is kind of lucky to me. Uh, in my professional career, uh, being as a teacher, so they started liking me. I was like, okay, let's see if I can succeed as a dance teacher or not, because uh, teaching pets, law, uh, accounts, that's a different kind that I can I can do. But I was not sure how being me as a dance teacher. So um, they again gave me the love which I can't even imagine. Like they, they literally changed my life. You know, so it was, I knew the dance as for my body. How dance happened to my body. How it it works within me, but teaching them was altogether a different level of intensity. To see a body which is not even moving, this step to the you know getting the involved into the movement. It was a so, so, so overwhelmed. I, I, I would like to confess something like when my student going to listen this, they will be sure. Okay. So I literally sometimes control my emotion if, if in class and I really cry. Okay. How beautiful this is. They, they, they are dancing. You know. <laughs> yeah. So teaching dance then kind of another level of love affair of me and my dance. They, they made me fall into love with the dance with the extreme level I can ever imagine. And now if anyone asks, okay, what you want to choose in your life, it will be dance. Being a performer, if not the performer, being a teacher, but, you know, if, if it's okay if I don't have a, like, big institution, but at least I should exist as this position. Let it be like my 10, 12 student and other, another time I am doing my another activity, but it, it is like my that deep desire okay just let me exist as a dancer as a, as a dance teacher don't disturb that my area i'm teaching for two hours there will be 22 hours which i need three hours to sleep you can tell me whatever you want me to do like i'm 
meet my parents like you can tell me whatever you want to do i would do for like you know 18 to 17 hours just just give me that 2 to 3 hour for <laughs> this so and they they see they have seen me becoming dancer to dance teacher and my dad was like okay how this girl is going to have a student from from there he was and i was started getting student and then he was like uh, who is going to give this girl a money and uh, i said okay i started earning this and he was like is it for real he was that kind of shocked <laughs> like what suddenly started happening in my life because i uh, i didn't uh, share any any other aspect of my life because i am really quite into the business i, I really do international marketing for my dad's company since i was a 19 so you know uh, i can um, you just have to brought me to the meeting table and if the buyer is genuine i won't let it i i won't let uh, you know uh, go him without the deal so that kind of uh, enough good bargaining power i have so uh, my dad was like okay you you really belong to some other places but people are accepting you in a this way as well it is like uh, how so always people around me used to feel jealous to me because i used to study two professional degree at the same time i used to learn dance with my two teachers and uh, still the same old things are continuously but i took teaching like i am teaching uh, in a week as of now like 17 to 18 hours every week so you know they were making me again i'm not like them they, they were like okay what do you want to prove why are you doing all this thing and i was like i am capable why should i waste my energy right i i want three hours to sleep uh, because you know sadguru always says like if your food is balanced directly your sleep will go to balance so even as a kid i was never enslaved to the sleep never ever i don't remember if even if like sunday i never asked my mom to let me sleep for extra hours and you know if it's like uh, after the exam my mom says okay you are reading since like whole whole night just you know it is last paper sleep some in a nice way for little bit long and i was like little bit early up and nothing is to find me reading book because this is the opportunity okay i can now finally leave my exam books and i can just pick up the other so this, this was the kind of so it was never uh, in my life that i want the excuse to not to be me i always wanted to be me what i was since a kid yeah so i told i am writing since of uh, when i was since 12 um so i write even sometime till the late night if it is my mood and <laughs> you know with the nice music so i just keep writing 
it, it's never about okay if I haven't slept for enough hour I I it will gonna affect my day no no it won't you you can just not give me food for twenty four hour and I won't be any change I will be still dancing I will be still doing what I am doing it it literally doesn't matter so you know my mom says. Sometimes this is a machine, and this don't have the block of food, and <laughs> you know the block of sleep. She can just switch on and run, run, run. Mm. So, uh, I'm happy that my parents gave me all that habit, especially the food. Food it changed my game. So, like. If they didn't took that all the care, maybe I I can't be what I am, right? And it always took me the extra energy to fight with the world because I was settled within me. I knew that what exactly I want, but people were like questioning, questioning, questioning. And you know uh, the relatives and all that. Uh, why she is uh, giving this extra effort? She is already doing CA, and why still still she is torturing herself with the dance? And if dance, why it is a classical dance? No one would like to see classical dance. She could be like Western dancer, or whatever it is. But it was there something which I wanted to be, and uh, it was like. You know, in other way, I don't exist. Mm-hmm. And when my parents, it's been like six months now, and since I'm teaching dance, and so when they meet other people, they ask because I was a social kid. Okay, my dad uh, is like social um, in kind in kind of social activities. So if she's going for the function, she's in uh, president of the dance club and uh, all the possible things, right? So see, he used to um, take me along with him, and I am into the business uh, since like early age. So I used to go along with him all the time, most of the time. So uh, everyone knows me, right? As a kid of him. So they would ask, okay, what she is doing now? What she is doing now? And uh, they were like, uh, okay, is is really enough? That is uh, teaching dance and all that, and my I see my parents nowadays proudly saying, okay, she is getting uh, nothing less than the you know uh, highly uh, paid multinational company job. So it's not like I'm doing something for a money, but at 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 the end you need something to survive. <laughs> but it is it is that thing which is giving me pride. Okay. I am able to earn through the money. I am able to see my future along with the dance. So it's kind of um, me being me, fighting with the uh, whole world, only and only accepted by my parents. Later on, from past three years, by my students and. Uh, Living in the fairy tale kind of uh, world of books. Mm. That's that's me.
breathe. <laughs> I love it. That's a wonderful way to to put your life in a in a nutshell. I love it. That was so inspiring to listen to you. So inspiring. It's so I I I need to know. Actually, I'm going to to message you to get some some recipes of the food that you're making, because uh, I saw a big change as well. Uh, definitely, since since integrating, um, actually, so, somehow South Indian cooking is very appealing to me, and just also just generally in the in the way that I I saw um, or Ayurveda's approach on on food, just in general. And and the way that you spoke about art is is really inspiring for me as well because I am connected to to music and and I I see yeah. most of my life I was I was longing to learn um, a, some form of of dance but I never I never really because for a guy for a guy to dance you know it's like it's it's kind of the last thing. That 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 we would think about, and especially in the West. But I, recently, I picked up the Murdangam, so I learned the uh, yes, and now wow. now I'm looking into Carnatic Carnatic uh, vocal to to learn the the vocals because I'm I don't know somehow I'm more even though I like I like the movement, I'm more drawn uh, drawn to the sound, so instruments and 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 so i love i love how you speak about um being able to live by living your passion you know so being able to to make a living even though you're doing what you love which is the goal for me it's it's and i feel for everybody to do what they love and to be able to live in society in the city and it's so inspiring to to hear from you thank you for sharing that Hello. Uh, initially, I was not so sure, uh, not so sure that um, how I'll be going to share all this stuff. But uh, you provided that uh, comfortable space uh, where I become uh, open, and uh, you know, I I I did share. So it was like nice talking to you and remembering all the memories and uh, getting getting back to myself it is not just like uh, i'm talking to you uh, i'm realizing that all the moments the what i was how it is working for me as of now so it is like uh, you know so much beautiful feeling to share it over here so uh, thank you thank you so much for uh, making me part of your podcast yeah. I'm sure many people I'm sure many people will love to hear about your journey because it will definitely spark something within them to see what it is that really matters to them and and follow follow that really really uh, a lot to me if anyone even a, even a one single person gets mm. inspired to be around the culture you know if if i able to touch even a single person it would be like i will i don't have the word to convey 
at the end of this this was the way i was being accepted in a one way i will i will feel accepted if i'll be able to touch even a one person mm. yes that's why i started this podcast i was like even if i don't get a hundreds of thousands of people if one person sees the podcast and and feels inspired and 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 looks at at life in a little bit in a different way then that's worth it thank you <laughs> uh thank you so much for for joining and and sharing your story and i thank you so much i hope you all all the best for your dance classes and may you continue to have have people to come and in, come into your class and and support you um in so many ways thank you <laughs> yeah anyways devi is taking care of everything as of now so <laughs> mm. yes Thank you so much. Nice. Namaskar. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please do hit the like button. Also, comment down below where you guys have tuned in from. It's always nice to know. And finally, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. Namaskar.